Well, welcome back to the modern game. This week, we're actually going to be talking about life as an entrepreneur in football. The modern game's always been about helping the fans, so we want to bring a little bit of different angle with coronavirus involved. So we brought a good friend, Tom Wood, onto the um, pod this week, who's got a business what? we'll talk about in a minute. However, Kareem, Sam, Tom, all you, just hot off the press, football's coming back. I know you two are very happy watching in front of um, no fans, and I'm not sure about it. What do you think, Sam? I'm looking forward to it. I mean, Bundesliga is all well and good. It's been good to just have a bit of live football to watch full stop in these times. But the Premier League's the one. That's what everyone wanted to see back. It's coming back now. And, I mean, you mention every week me and Kareem are Liverpool fans. So I think we're more desperate than most to get it back. Yeah. A few more games and then, you know, I can take it or leave it, hopefully. But until that point, can't wait. 17th of June counting down already. Yeah, the shame is, fingers up, I've 70 days taking the piss out of you and Kareem, basically based on the fact that Liverpool might not win the league. I feel a little bit, um, yeah, I'm not sure what to say. Kareem, you're excited, aren't you? I cannot wait. I am so excited. I watched um, Bayern Munich versus Borussia Dortmund on a Tuesday night, I think it was. And I think that's the best game there's been so far. It, it was like watching proper football again. So I'm excited for the Premier League to be back. Wednesday the 17th, Arsenal beat Man City. Saturday the 20th, Liverpool beat Everton, win the league. Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah, I've got, it's nice to have a Mancunian on who actually supports Man United. So, um, Tom, yeah. what are you thinking, obviously, based on where you are in the league? Yeah, I guess I've not really missed it, to be honest. Like, uh, yeah, it's not really... Uh, I, think the first, I think I remember watching that United game away in the Europa League. I think, was it a twist team, Sam? Sure, like a Thursday night. That was the last. Yeah, that's it. Wasn't like five nil, and I remember thinking this is probably going to be the last time we see him for ages. And then it was probably about two or three weeks after that. I just haven't missed it, but I am looking forward to it coming back. Kind of, I'm kind of sort of. You've won the league, basically, haven't you? It's got, uh, you know, first it's United's week longest stumpy and running a while, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> good, good little seventy days. I think probably about seventy-five days it is now, but. Um, it's good for the smaller clubs, I think. Hopefully, we can get get the EFL back. A lot of clubs are struggling to survive. Um, yeah, the likes of local clubs like Stockport, Oldham, but Bolton are in trouble already. Um, but I think it, I've been watching a bit of the Bundesliga. There's not much. I think the crowd thing. There's no intensity, is there? Watch, like I said, watch the Dortmund Bayern game. It was it was good, but the rest have just felt like trading matches, and there's no. I mean, I watched. Uh, I think yeah, I, I think I watched Wolfsburg, and it was literally just half an hour of them passing it around the back door. Yeah, I'm like, hoping that sort of comes with. I'm hoping that sort of comes with time as the players all yeah. get their fitness back. It must be quite yeah. weird at the moment, but I think I think another thing as well is Dortmund Bayern is a game that sort of has always been a big game. So you're watching it, and so there's already that little bit extra. Yeah, ex players, Lewandowski. Yeah, exactly. And so I think when it's the Premier League, it's teams that we know a bit more. For, well, three of us here, there's teams that we support are going to be involved in. So that just makes it different. We yeah. mentioned when we first talked about the Bundesliga, about how sometimes you watch a game in a pub and it's on mute and it doesn't really affect you if it's your team because you're just involved in the game. True. And so hopefully when it's the Premier League, the lack of crowd, obviously it's going to make a difference. It's not going to be quite the same. But I think maybe, especially when you're watching your own team, you'll notice it a little bit less. Yeah. I've got to say, it makes it easy for what to write about the next pod about, doesn't it? 
Well, um, yeah, it gives you a topic. <laughs> yeah, big style. But anyway, thanks for coming on, Tom. Obviously, it's um, good to have a guest who's sort of, I guess, over the last few years, built a business in football. And it's very a time where I need to be entrepreneurial. People outside the game are really interested in football at the moment. So do you want to just give a little bit of an intro about what your company does and who they are? Yeah, so we're called um, Homeless Ghost Prince with Prince, Prince Ghosts on Twitter, Homeless Ghost Prince on Instagram. And we've got a bit of a profile on Facebook. But, um, but essentially, we are a sports poster business, I guess you'd put it. We did backstories. We started off, uh, well, I started off designing posters, prints, um, mainly around sort of TV and film. And it was more um, for girls, really. Like if I had a girlfriend, she had a birthday coming up, I'd design a poster for her. Or my brother had a favourite film and he was graduating. Or like my dad had a favourite film and it was his 50th birthday. So I started doing that um, probably about four years ago now, I'd say. Um, and it was, it was the football posters that really sort of made it into a business. I mean, I was working for design agencies in Manchester for probably seven or eight years. Um, whilst I was doing the odd little bit of post. And I was, I was literally charging 30, 40 quid for to do it. There was no money in it for me. It was just keeping, keeping a bit of fun. Um, but yeah, it was, it was the football prints that really took off probably January 2017. Um, came about that I was, I'd gone home. My parents were having a um, loft version. It was all being, and they had to basically empty the loft. And found all my old, um, you know, Microstar Corinthian power, power pods and oh, the footballers. Oh, yeah. Remember, everyone loved those. So I, I found this tub and I was going through all of them thinking, oh, I probably should just sell these. So I was lining them all up, you know, Man United over there, Liverpool over there. Not that I had many Liverpool ones there, <laughs> um, like England. And I'd lay, I'd lay them all out and I put them, you know, took a picture of them for eBay, listed them. And then when I look back, I thought that that would make a really good poster. So about two days later, I got back, um, sort of made, always been like big into fantasy football and, you know, dream team, making your best 11 and all that. So for, to fit a really nice A3 poster and fill the page, I went with a four by five, so 20 players. Um, so I went home that night, um, illustrated 20 United players over about two and a half days, uh, put it online. Um, and I sold like five in like a week, which I was like, this is, made it. Yeah, this is amazing. Um, this was just, just before Christmas. And then I did, I thought, right, Northwest team, I'm in, I'm in Manchester. Who can I sell to? Did the big four. So I did Everton, Liverpool, United and City. Um, and it sort of, sort of snowballed from there, really. Um, got a bit of confidence then, and I cheekily rang up the football museum in Manchester, down at Urbis, literally just cold called them. Um, girl answered the phone. It was, I think it was the stop I got through. It might have been the main switchboard. Um, pitched her. She was just like the Saturday girl, pitching the wrong person. She gave me, fobbed me off with an email. And then um, about two days later on the Monday, I got an email. Come and see us. We love these. Um, and basically, they said, we'll buy. I think they bought... I think they bought 20 of each team. So they probably spent like a couple hundred quid with me. Um, and then basically they said, 
just keep creating them. So I've just kind of worked my way down the 92. Um, so the dream one day is to have a gallery and have all 92 current teams on the wall. I think I'm on about about 80, so I'm not far off. Um, I mean, Tom, how long did it take you to go from it sort of being, you say it was a hobby to start with, how long did it take from sort of starting to be, before it became a viable option as a full-time job? Kind yeah, of? probably. Uh, I probably did a year. I probably worked a year. Um, probably worked a year whilst doing it. And then I kind of went, I was out the country, I was out in the UK for a year, um, traveling the world and all that in South America. And I took my laptop and I was doing it as I went along. So I was getting commissions um, for teams all over the place, doing that as I was going. It sort of paid for my travel. So the business is sort of, it's kind of a year behind because of that. But um, yeah, I'd probably say, probably say about a year, 15 months until I actually quit my job. Um, and there was enough sort of cash coming in to, to make it work. And so, what from, was the, um, sorry, Karen, what was the moment, Tom, where you thought, I think I've got a really good idea here? What was the sort of. Yeah, just, just feedback, really. I had loads of good feedback off, um, you know, obviously, like your mum and stuff says it's really good, but she's always going to say But just good feedback. I mean, I'd made a few sort of music posters, my girlfriend. And she'd said, have you ever sold them? Have you ever done anything with them? And the football ones, I was like, no, no, not really. Um, so she actually, she did a bit of research herself into how to sell them in terms of we create our own website, do we put them on Amazon, do we go on eBay? Um, but yeah, it was just kind of, just just good reviews really. And I, I'm just sort of a, having, having a bit of confidence in yourself as well and sort of going for it. I, I wasn't just going to, sell five posters and quit my job um but no it's it's, it's just a case of um yeah good reviews good feedback and obviously as the prints the more i make you know it, it becomes accessible to more people and obviously we're branching out into the sports as well at the minute so that's that's another revenue stream as well it looks like you've got one of those kareem there i'm a proud owner of the cricket world ah, cup yeah the world cup squad yeah, yeah. The interesting story about that, I was watching it and I was thinking, God, I need to cash in on this. I need to do something. So obviously it finished. It was, it was a late one, wasn't it? It was like eight o'clock or something. Got past eight, something really late. Um, so I got in that night and I think by, so that would have been a Sunday, I think by Tuesday afternoon I had it up for sale. So I literally like probably slept like four hours in that 36 hours. Um, got it out and um, I got really lucky with that one because I, I cheekily approached. So I think there was maybe a month between the Ashes and the World Cup. Is that about right, Sam? Yeah, so maybe even less than that. Not, not very yeah, long. so I had this print and I cheekily, I got it. I managed to get on with the Oval, Headingley and Old Trafford with their retail um, arms and they were like, yeah, we need that, we'll take that. And they were ordering like hundreds and hundreds of them. Um, so that's actually probably, I know this is a football podcast, but, you know, it's probably my biggest, biggest to be honest, the World Cup. Um, mm -hmm. I've, had, I've had like uh, Jason Roy, Butler, um, Bresnan randomly, they've all retweeted it and liked it on Instagram and stuff like that. Um, Stokes, he's avoided it so far, he's not said much. Um, <laughs> Wokes. Games. 
yeah, Chris Wokes has uh, retweeted it and stuff. So, so things like that really help. Obviously, you know, everyone's, I've already got this following of football followers. And when you put cricket in, everyone loves football, loves cricket pretty much. Um, it, it's done really well. Yeah. No, it's nice. Good little framing job you've done there as well. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, you mentioned it was a top seller. What are the sort of top selling football ones you've done so far? So it's, 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 it's really weird in terms of what sells and what doesn't. So, like I said, we did United City, Liverpool, Everton. And then the museum were like, yeah, can you do more teams? And the museum have, say, uh, Real Madrid are playing City or United in Champions League. They collect, all the away fans collect their tickets from the football museum. All right. So that year, I think it was either Real or Barcelona were playing City. So they said, right, get us one done, get us one done. Did it. And then the next sort of two or three weeks, I spent my time doing Ajax, Inter, AC, Juve, uh, Barca, Real, PSG, and they just didn't sell. It literally didn't sell. Um, so it's, I think what it is, is because there's a lot of merchandise out there. As a Liverpool fan, there's a lot of merchandise. As a Barcelona fan, there's a lot of merchandise. I'm also selling on a predominantly UK platform on Etsy. So a lot of people on there searching are majority UK and Ireland. Um, but some of, the, some of the biggest sellers are things like Tranmere Rovers recently. Tranmere Rovers, like that shifted loads. That was literally in the last sort of two and a half weeks. Um, Stockport County, which I know you guys affiliate with, they... Um, They've sold tons, like tons and tons and tons. They stock them as well. They they actually sell them at their retail space park. Um, yeah, the World Cup one. But yeah, it's bizarre. Some of the some of the smaller teams sell really well, really really well. Like a lot of the sleeping giants, so Sunderland, Coventry, Ipswich, big league one clubs, um, sell really well. Um, All the legends on him to remind him of better days. Yeah, yeah, just something to cry to, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot. Some of the prem, like, I'm um, don't get me wrong. Like Arsenal, Spurs do really well. Um, best way to launch it is to affiliate yourself with um, a podcast that specialises in. So, like, um, there's a county one called Garth Bagara War. So I launched it with those guys. Retweet, tag a friend, and you'll sell loads off the back of that. Whereas if you just do a uh, crew Alexandra and put it on your internet no one's going to see it so some of the best some of the best sellers have probably been because of the activity it's received on social media you know you get the right retweet you get the right fan account involved you get an ex-player to bear it or whatever um, see so, you know the, and then yeah I'm trying to think who else some of, a lot of the rugby stuff I've done recently has done really well um so I've done a Saracens one very recently, uh, although they're going through quite a lot of turmoil at the moment. Um, that did really well. Um, Leeds United, Leeds, Leeds and Villa, I'd say, were the two probably the two top selling football club ones. Leeds and Villa, yeah. What do you find working with the clubs themselves then? In terms of, I know you said stop or sell it in the club shop and stuff. How easy is it to get the the clubs on board? Again, it's sort of it's the size of the club. If you go to Man, like if I go to Man United tomorrow, they'll laugh me off Old Trafford. They'll just say, "No, you can't do that." It has, it hasn't got any badges on anything like that. I'm not going to get done for any licensing. Um, they would be of, on you with that after their suit, be. Uh, football manager last week. Yeah, and they they, they sued um, 
there's a guy who does I don't know if you've seen on Twitter, but there's a there's a company that do um when the World Cup sticker book comes out every year, it, they worked out it costs like even if you didn't get a single swap, hundred quid. They decide to draw every single sticker. And now what they do is they'll do similar to mine, but you'll have like um it would be they're all panini stickers. Oh, and they've drawn them and the, the, the draw is that they're really, really bad. Really, really bad. Um, but yeah, but they got done by United. Um, the little logo on it was, it, it was, so they basically changed all the names on it to make it like a pro Evo. <laughs> Change the name around. Have, have a look it's on Twitter. Yeah. But in terms of um, getting in touch with clubs, it's just, you just got to be cheeky, really. Um, yeah, you got to be cheeky. Obviously, approaching a club like Stockport County is easier. But then it isn't as well because you've got a you basically got a commercial director. There's no marketing team as such, and then you've just got a woman who runs the store, which is open two days a week. So getting a decision off them pretty slow compared to doing work with like Villa, Leeds, uh, Celtic, Nottingham Forest, where they've got a commercial marketing department. But yeah, usually start with just a blanket email. Just send an email out about this really clever piece of software that basically dragged emails out of people's websites. Not sure how legal it is, but you get the prefix of who to send to, a LinkedIn search in, send it to a few people, you usually get a response. Um, quite often what works well is sending out samples in the post um, addressed to I'll maybe put five, five samples out, five cover letters, and I'll go, right, uh, Going to approach uh, Derby County, so I'll go right. Derby County marketing manager, Derby County retail manager, um, media and comms, um, and you know you usually get a response from one of them. Um, so yeah, so it's 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 bizarre. Like some of them come back to you straight away. Huge clubs. Um, I've had, but then it's got to the point now where clubs are coming to me. So it's quite good in terms of um, that side of things. I mean. Basically, as it stands at today, we've done all the Premier League, all the Championship, majority of League One. So, all that's left, I'm not going to rush out to do sort of Forest Green or, you know, Lincoln City. But I'm starting at the minute to get clubs. They haven't got the, they haven't got the um, merchandise. You know, you go into a club shop, there isn't a lot of stuff. You know, the kits, um, a key ring, a mug. Um, because of the nostalgia aspect with Sabutio, um, and it's got obviously a range of players from you know 1950s to current day, it's an ideal gift for your dad, your granddad, yourself, even if you've got a little lad that you want to educate on with the club. Um, Sorry, I was just, just going to say, you mentioned the range of players. How, how do you go about deciding? Because there'll be certain clubs that you, yeah. you're not an expert on. How do you decide who the legends are? Yeah, it's... it's I've shot myself in the foot once with it, which I'll get on to. Um, but usually, so as a United fan, I did it myself. City, I didn't want to go down the route of, although I've had a lot of success in the last sort of three or four seasons, I went with players like, you know, managers like Joe Mercer, put on like now Quinn, King Cladsey. Um, I've been met with a bit of feedback on some of them. Like, I mean, you just got to get a, a, a variety. And if, if, so like Blackburn won the league in '95. There's, I think there's about eight or nine players on there, but you've got still got people like two guys, Samba, like club legends, Pedersen, um, 
I think Jordan Rhodes is on there for some reason, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, and then I, the easiest way to do it is to approach a podcast, approach a fan club and say, look, I want to do um, a print for you guys. Who would you select? So I'm doing that with the rugby ones at the moment. I'm not massive into the Union or Super League. Probably name the England starting 15. But if you said to me, name uh, 15, 20 Northampton Saints legends, people to bring. Um, so teaming up with, with like podcasts, Twitter accounts, Instagram accounts, even just like super fans. Um, tend to avoid going on like forums and stuff like that because it's, it's all on Twitter. There's usually stuff you can find if you type the right hashtag. Um, but the only one I've shot myself in the foot was the Leeds United one. Um, I completely, I put, I mean, obviously the Leeds one is like, you know, Don Revy, Paul Maidley, big players in the 70s, Lorimer. Um, and then I was going, I was looking right. So Nigel Martin, Batty, Speed, um, who else on there? Viduka. And then I fought back to the early Premier League years, like is in the late 90s, for yeah. Harry Kuehl. Mm. So I put, I put Harry Kuehl on it, thinking, you know, probably the best player to play for Leeds in the Premier League era. Mm. And I completely forgot about his affiliation with um, Galatasaray. Ah. Yeah, so he went, I think, after Liverpool, did he go to Galatasaray for 12 yeah. games? Yeah, yeah so, I, so I did the Leeds print, thought, yeah, quality, get it up, put it online. And I tagged a few um, like Leeds United fan accounts, a few retweets. And then after about half an hour, I got loads of like, get that guy off it, get that effing guy off it. And I'm <laughs> like, who? And it's Harry Kuehl. So I literally had to, I think I sold like two. People were still impressed. And then um, I thought, right, I'll just delete, I'll just delete Harry Kuehl and I put, um, put Gary McAllister on it. Mm. And then everyone was like, Top man, you've listened to us, and I must have sold sixty that afternoon to Leeds fans. Yeah. So they're they're fickle though, football fans. And if you do, it's like you can't put the Arsenal one. You see, you know, you look at Arsenal's last fifteen <laughs> seasons, best players: Van Persie, mm-hmm. Alexis Sanchez, probably someone like Koscielny. So you couldn't put that. Yeah, Fabregas as well. You couldn't put couldn't put Fabregas on it because of his Chelsea. You couldn't put. Sanchez, yeah, actually called Chelsea. So the, the 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 Arsenal one, the most current player, I think it's uh, about two thousand and five. Yeah, so you just got to be careful. You do, it's club legends, but then they soon, you know, club legend can soon. I mean, the Liverpool ones, I did that. So when did Suarez and Coutinho leave? Was it a, um, Coutinho left at Christmas, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. two thousand eighteen, I think. Yeah, January yeah. two thousand eighteen. So when I did the Liverpool one, Suarez and Coutinho were on it. Um, so I think you, I think so. You've got a Liverpool one, Sam, haven't you? So they'll be on it. But what they I've done it. now, as time's gone by, I've replaced it. So I put Van Dijk and Salah on instead of those two, and just sort of uh, updated it. Really, yeah. um, I mean, the best, the best for me is when a club sort of sits in dire straits for you. It's like Man United. I won't have to do anything with that for a few seasons. <laughs> There's no club legends like it. Yeah, I think the only one is, um, I think De Gea's on it. Mm. And then after that, you look at it like Ronaldo or something like that. Do you ever hear anything from players asking why they haven't been uh, chosen? No, I've had a few, I've had a few, um, I get a few things like, you know, you put it on Twitter and they'll say, where's so-and-so? And they'll tag the player on Twitter. 
and the, the guy would be like, oh, I was awful for you boys, you should have never been on it, and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> I've had a few weird, weird requests, like everyone, it was only probably about six weeks ago, it was um, Paul Parker, you know, the ex, uh, I suppose, most famous for his Man United days, England, went to Italia 90. But he's on the QPR one, and he DM'd me on Twitter with the link to the poster, and then he just said, how much does this cost? And I was like, well, <laughs> you just sent me the link, mate. Like, you, you know what it is. I think he was just looking for a freebie, basically. <laughs> Missed out on those big premiership wages, probably. Um, but yeah, I've had a bit, I've had good, like, again, any good feedback in terms of retweets, um, people buying them. I get a lot of, um, actually, that'll be coming up soon, Father's Day. So I get a lot of, when you get an order, it comes through and it says, do you want to put, um, you know, a wish? Fifty wish or whatever, or you know, Happy Father's Day, and I've had I've sold a lot to ex players, like daughters buying them for, um, you know, not like Messi Ronaldo, but like Dean Ashton's daughter, uh, yeah, Robbie Savage, but I think it's the crew one, but his yeah. his daughter bought that, um, yeah, but yeah, any any sort of I'm not I'm, no, I'm not had any sort of bad feedback in terms of any response from a player is good. It's, oh, yeah. Even if it's <laughs> negative, you still sell because, you know, say Letitia says, what the hell is that? It's going to be seen by so many Southampton fans. You'll sell some anyway. Mm. Um, and then I've had recently, do you remember Jamie Lawrence from Bradford City with the he used to dye his hair different yeah. colours? He literally begged me for a free print. He's begging me. <laughs> um, so I sent him one saying, yeah, yeah, here you go, mate. Sign it if you want. I'd love to get a picture of you holding it. Uh, so I sent it off. And he's just completely ghosted me. He's just had my pants <laughs> down. Like he's completely. Oh, no. David, David Lawrence is now enemy of the modern game. Just putting. Yeah, that yeah, out. yeah. That <laughs> first yeah. enemy. That's good to have. <laughs> Got to start a rivalry with these things. Yeah, he's, no, he's dead to me, man. And then uh, I bumped into. I've had a load of opportunity, just like really good opportunities in terms of. Um, Bumped into Richard Wright in a coffee shop in the Northern Quarter. Pitched him. Said, look, I've done these. Just literally got my phone up, started trading pictures. He had no idea what I was talking about. Um, and I was like, I'm going to do an Ipswich one. Would you want to be on it? Like Marcus Stewart, Mark Venus. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's been, re he's been really good. Um, and then I bumped into a couple of the Lionesses. Um, it was two of the City players, Steph Horton and... Um, is it Jill Scott in midfield, the big one, big tall one? Yeah. yeah. I pitched them, so we're going to do some work with them. Um, but yeah, they're a weird bunch of footballers, aren't they? They're weird. They are a weird bunch. Um, they're on a different planet to us, I think, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, the cricket players and rugby players are a lot sort of, um, a lot kinder on social media. Probably because they don't get as much grief, to be honest. Um, so they're more, more willing to help um, scratch your back something. Try and change that and try and get some footballers maybe retweeting this as like a little test for them. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'd, you know, I'm in, I'm in with a few of them. So hopefully you could get, maybe even get you a guest on this in the near future. <laughs> that would be good. Um, Neymar or Bell or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess um, a key thing is um, for people listening to this, like young people who are getting into the business, I guess it's a case of just being persistent with believing your idea. Would you say that's a key factor? Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't an overnight thing. Um, it actually annoyed me, you know, going, I used to see people and when, when I'd made it a full-time 
business and the people just thought I was on the dole and stuff like that. Like I'd see my uncle and be like, what are you doing there? But I'm doing my posters and they, you know, he'd be like, really? And I'm thinking, I make more money than you. And you know, <laughs> up sort of thing. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a majority of luck as well. You've got to, you've got to, I mean, one example I did was when I did the United one, first game of the season, I framed up four or five United prints and I took them to the five clubs at Old Trafford. I just said, stick that on the wall. Um, you know, whether they did, I don't know. I think two of them, I've seen it in two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gets you sales. So it's, it's doing cheeky things like that. And, um, you know, it's no, it's not all successes. And there's, there's prints you make and you don't sell them. You know, you'll do a print and like I've done an India cricket print and it's you know, the biggest, probably one of the biggest following followed teams in the world, I'd say. Probably is. Um, and I've sold maybe five in a week. You know, yeah. it's getting it seen. You know, if I was in LA, I'd be selling them. Um, yeah, you got to have a, a bit of uh, a bit of a bit of luck, and obviously, you know, knock on a lot of doors and just be cheeky. Really, if you you know, if it's a no, what they're gonna say? You know, what just take it with a salt. I mean, one one really good success story I had was I used to the very early days before I even mass produced the print. I was printing to order, so I'd get an order, I'd go and print it, I'd go and get it printed at a local store. Obviously, nice quality paper, really, you know. And my LFC Liverpool was coming out of the printer, and I went in about an hour later, and whilst it was coming out of the printer, whilst I wasn't there, a guy had walked past um, to get some business cards, and he actually had a, a Liverpool license. Um, oh, yeah. Dubai in the mall there, so he had his own store. So he left his business card there, saying, "What the hell? Is that? Can we buy it?" Um, Manchester guy just obviously made his own business over there. Um, so we had a, we had a coffee, had a quick chat, um, met him, met him in like a, um, I think it was a Peel Centre, but like not exactly you know the nicest environments. Um, but from that, now I'm now that Liverpool sold in uh, in Dubai. I think they've got three stores in the UAE, um, and he's always commissioning me to do, um, you know, one-off print. Um, I think they had Klopp. Klopp opened up one of the stores. Um, when you boys were when Liverpool were over there um, for the World Club, was that about November, December time? A few months ago, yeah, December. Yeah, so Klopp was opening the store. So there's, there's images of Klopp holding up. The illustration of mine and he signed them and they were given them away. Oh. Um, so yeah, so you just gotta you, know, you just gotta go for it and see what happens. And you know, you do have come you come up with these big ideas, you know, and you might you might come up with ten ideas, you actually do three of them and one of them works. Um, you know, some of the stuff me and me and my brothers have done and my dad and my girlfriend, some of the ideas like you know, they just don't work, some of them. But, um, you know, it's like, I think when lockdown happened, I live in Didsbury, and Simon Rimmer, the big chef, owns Greens, massive Liverpool fan. If he puts anything Liverpool on his Twitter, um, you know, it goes mad. And I sent a framed print to him, left it in the store for him. Really nice letter, begging letter saying, local designer, <laughs> bought this with Chi up as your stores in our clothes, blah, blah, blah. Um, not here to peak, so maybe he's not been back to maybe he's not been back to the restaurant yet. It's just there waiting for him. Give him the benefit of the doubt. 
I've got to say, it's funny you say luck. We've had so far, we've had we've had Peter Joy on the pod who said his career was based on luck. We've had yeah. him saying it's based on luck, but I guess luck for all people listening. You know, I guess it's just working hard. We'll get you'll get your moments and you'll get your breaks. But um, yeah, thanks for coming on, mate. It's really appreciate. It's good to talk about the business and obviously great and exciting to talk about football returning on our next pod. So thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers. cheers. Bye.